Welcome back to Reading with Miss Molly. Today we're going to be reading the story, The Day the Crayons Quit, by Drew Daywalt. This is one of my absolute favorite stories. I think it's so creative and so cute, and I know you guys are going to love it. Along with reading this story, we're also going to be talking about the elements of a story. And in order to interact with this podcast and storytelling, your teacher should have given you a sheet that has the four elements of a story on it to fill in with me after the story reading. Before we jump into our story, let's go over the four elements or parts of a story. So our first element, or you could call it a part of the story, is the setting. And the setting of a story is where the story takes place. And the second part or element of a story are the characters. And the characters are the important people in the story. And the third element, which is also known as a problem, is something that is wrong in the story. And the fourth and final element or part of the story is solution. And the solution is how the problem in the story is fixed or solved. And as I tell the story, be listening for these four elements that we will go over after the story. All right, let's jump into our story. So our story today is called The Day the Crayons Quit by Drew Daywalt. One day in class, Duncan went out to take his crayons and found a stack of letters with his name on them. Hey, Duncan, it's me, Red Crayon. We need to talk. You make me work harder than any of your other crayons. All year long, I wear myself out coloring fire engines, apples, strawberries, and everything else that's red. I even work on holidays. I have to color all the Santas at Christmas and all the hearts on Valentine's Day. I need a rest. Your overworked friend, Red Crayon. Dear Duncan, all right, listen. I love that I'm your favorite crayon for grapes, dragons, and wizard's hats. But it makes me crazy that so much of my gorgeous color goes outside the lines. If you don't start coloring inside the lines soon, I'm going to completely lose it. Your very neat friend, Purple Crayon. Dear Duncan, I'm tired of being called light brown or dark tan because I am neither. I am beige and I am proud. I'm also tired of being second place to Mr. Brown Crayon. It's just not fair that brown gets all the bears, the ponies, and puppies, while the only things I get are turkey dinners, if I'm lucky, and wheat. And let's be honest, when was the last time you saw a kid excited about coloring wheat? Your beige friend beige crayon. Duncan, gray crayon here. You're killing me. I know you love elephants, and I know the elephants are gray, but that's a lot of space to color in all by myself. And don't even get me started on your rhinos, hippos, and humpback whales. You know how tired I am after handling one of those things? Such big animals. Baby penguins are gray, you know. So are very tiny rocks. Pebbles? How about one of those once in a while to give me a break? You're very tired, friend. Great crayon. Dear Duncan, you color with me, but why? Most of the time, I am the same color as the page you're using me on. White. If I don't have a black outline, you wouldn't even know I was there. I'm not even in the rainbow. I'm only used to color snow or to fill in empty space between other things. And it leaves me feeling... Well, 
empty. We need to talk. Your empty friend, white crayon. Hi, Duncan. I hate being used to draw the outline of things. Things that are colored in by other colors, all of which think they're brighter than me. It's not fair when you use me to draw a nice beach ball and then fill it in with the colors of the ball with all the other crayons. How about a black beach ball sometime? Is that too much to ask? Your friend, Black Crayon. Dear Duncan, as Green Crayon, I am writing for two reasons. One is to say that I like my workloads of crocodiles, trees, dinosaurs, and frogs. I have no problems and wish to congratulate you on your very successful Coloring Things Green career so far. The second reason I write is for my friends, Yellow Crayon and Orange Crayon, who are no longer speaking to each other. Both crayons feel they should be the color of the sun. Please settle this soon because they're driving the rest of us crazy. Your happy friend, Green Crayon. Dear Duncan, Yellow Crayon here. I need you to tell Orange Crayon that I am the color of the sun. I would tell him, but we are no longer speaking. And I can prove I'm the color of the sun too. Last Tuesday, you used me to color in the sun on your Happy Farm coloring book. In case you've forgotten, it's on page 7. You can't miss me. I'm shining down brilliantly on a field of yellow corn. Your pal and the true color of the sun. Yellow crayon. Dear Duncan, I see yellow crayon already talked to you. The big whiner. Anyway, could you please tell Mr. Tattletail that he is not the color of the sun? I would, but we're no longer speaking. We both know I am clearly the color of the sun because on Thursday, you used me to color the sun on both the Monkey Island and the Meet the Zookeeper pages in your Day at the Zoo coloring book. Aren't you glad I'm here? Ha! Your pal and the real color of the sun, Orange Crayon. Dear Duncan, it has been great being your favorite color this past year and the year before that and the year before that. I have really enjoyed all those oceans, lakes, rivers, raindrops, rain clouds, and clear skies. But the bad news is, is that I'm so short and stubby, I can't see over the railing in the crayon box anymore. I need a break. Your very stubby friend, Blue Crayon. Duncan, listen here, kid. You have not used me once in the past year. Is it because you think I'm a girl's color, isn't it? Speaking of which, please tell your little sister I said thank you for using me to color her little princess coloring book. I think she did a fabulous job of staying inside the lines. Now, back to us. Could you please use me sometime to color the occasional pink dinosaur or monster or cowboy? Goodness knows they could all use a splash of color. Your unused friend, Pink Crayon. Hey, Duncan, it's me, Peach Crayon. Why did you peel off my paper wrapping? Now I'm naked and too embarrassed to leave the crayon box. I don't even have any underwear. How would you like it if you went to school naked? I need some clothes. Help, your naked friend, Peach Crayon. Well, poor Duncan just wanted a color. And of course, he wanted his crayons to be happy. And that gave him an idea. When Duncan showed his teacher his new picture, she gave him an A for coloring and an A-plus for creativity. 
Now, I know you guys can't see the book I'm reading, but in order to get the full picture of the book, I'm going to describe you Duncan's picture so you guys can understand why she gave him an A for coloring. So throughout the whole book, his crayons were giving him suggestions of what to do. So on his final picture, he used every suggestion that the crayons were giving him, and he drew a picture that would make them all happy. Wow, I just love that book. So before we go, let's review the four elements of a story using the book we just read. So now would be the time to take out the paper your teacher gave you to fill out. Go ahead, I'll give you a few seconds to grab it and grab a pencil too. Okay, great. So now that you've got your paper hopefully in front of you, we're gonna start with the first element of a story. Does anybody remember what that is? Think of it in your brain. Think of it. I think the first one we talked about was the setting. And if you remember what a setting is, the setting of a story is where the story takes place. So in our story, it says on the very first uh, page, if you remember, the setting is in Duncan's classroom because he goes to get his crayons out of the crayon box and they're not there. All there that's there is the letters. So our setting is Duncan's classroom. All right, so our next element of the story was the characters, and the characters are the important people in the book. So I'm going to give you a second to think about who the characters might have been in the book. You think you have an idea? Well, I think the characters in the book are Duncan and his crayons. The third element in the story that we've talked about is the problem. And remember, the problem is something that was wrong in the story. So I think we can all remember what was the problem in the story. Does everyone remember? The problem in the story is that there were many problems. Each crayon didn't like the way that they were being used. So they all wrote their letters to Duncan. Which leads us to the fourth element of the story, which is the solution. And the solution is the way that the problem was fixed or solved. So, at the end, I helped describe it to you guys so you could see the picture. But the solution of the story was that Duncan made a coloring that used his crayons the way that they all wanted. I had so much fun reading you guys one of my favorite stories. And I hope you had a super fun time listening and learning more about the four elements of the story. And I hope the next time you read a book, you'll think about these four elements. See you next time.